Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and this podcast brings you the audio experience of GameDev.TV. Now, let's get right into the podcast. Right, so we're here to talk about mainly drawing, but we will tonight, as we've had a drawing AMA pretty recently, we will tonight talk about um, anything as well, any questions. So generally Grant will answer the drawing questions and I will answer any others. You're probably all aware that we have a Kickstarter running at the moment. Uh, if you want to look at that, then I'll post a link in the hash AMA live channel. Any questions in text, pop them in there. We've got a couple of pre-asked questions on a Google Sheet that people have put in before this. So Grant will bring those up during the uh, during the call. And uh, how are you doing, Grant? How are you this evening? Oh, I'm very happy and uh, glad to be here. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you here. So, um, first question. If we can have a voice question, that would be wonderful. Let's see if we can get our first question in voice. Otherwise, we will start to answer. I have a question in voice. Mm -hmm. So, Grant, what is your preferred method of inking? <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. I don't do a lot of inking, and uh, everything I do is digital, so um, I just tend to uh, stick to that. I don't have, um, I, generally, I don't do much traditional stuff. Is that what you mean in terms of do I get out the uh, ink pen and like ink? And... Traditional stuff, then, what, what, then do you like use markers or do you use a brush? Or if you do digital, do you, for example, do you use just manually with a brush or do you use the fill tool? Uh, okay, so uh, no, I would do it all with a brush, and I, it's all digital. Everything I do is digital these days. Um, I, it's just cost too much with art supplies and things, <laughs> and there's an undo button. <laughs> um, so um, yeah, everything I do is digital, and I tend to I, I do like having a nice sort of thick ink brush, uh, where especially when I'm doing my outlines. Um, so it's sort of cartoony game art. Um, it depends what style you're going for. If you're going sort of for painterly style, then obviously don't do that. But um, I do sort of tend to have a sort of inky type brush uh, that can go really thick with more pen pressure. Um, but uh, in terms of uh, technique, it's just sort of your average ordinary technique. So thicker lines where there's shading, cross hatching and so forth. But I tend to do a different form of shading, which I'll go through in the course. <laughs> All right, got a couple of uh, questions I've seen pop up there. Mark, I've seen your point about uh, the sound, so I will get some headphones on in a minute so that uh, we don't feed back into each other. Thank you for that feedback. Um, are we going to be only talking about the Kickstarter tonight? No. So here's another question. Uh, will we be releasing any other Unity courses? Well, we've just released a very successful Unity multiplayer course. So at last, we're teaching you multiplayer. And yes, we do have future Unity content planned. For a start, we're going to be remastering the Realm Rush section of the two, of the 3D Unity course. And absolutely, Unity is one of our primary things. I know there's um, not been a huge amount of content recently, but you have had the multiplayer course, so don't forget that. Um, yes, there's more Unity content coming. There'll always be more Unity content coming. Just popping my headphones in. Okie dokie. So another question is, is there going to be more stuff like multiplayer coming for Godot? We do want to support more Godot content. It's not a high priority for us uh, right now, uh, but we do plan to do that in the longer term. We do have an instructor who's very keen on Godot. So uh, just watch this space is what I'd say. Can you hit still? Uh, can I still hear you, Grant? Say something. Uh, yes, yeah, you're right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got headphones in so I can hear you. I look a bit crazy. It looked like I've got a stethoscope. Okay, so <laughs> any more voice questions for either of us in the voice lounge? Otherwise, we'll go back to the chat. Yes, I, I have a question. Go for it. Uh, um, do, do you go on to, go on to teach uh, Lambda expression? 
So I couldn't quite catch that. So I think his question was, are we going to teach yeah, lambda, lambda expressions? Yes, is that yes, right? it is. Yeah, so he's asking lambda. about functional programming, basically. Um, not at the moment, because there's not a huge call for it, but I think the landscape might change um, as we start to see uh, things like uh, Unity shifting to things like EQS and the job system and the like and trying to, to ex exploit more parallelism. As we try and exploit more parallelism, then writing more functional code can be a helpful uh, strategy for that. So right now, no, because there's no clear call for it within gaming. But at the moment there is, um, yes. We might teach it, or Sam would be the most likely one to be interested in this, uh, introduce it from a purely academic point of view so that you understand programming better. Uh, in the short term, no, but in the medium term, it sounds very interesting. So hopefully... Is that too vague an answer or is that okay? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Muppa's asking, uh, those of us who bought, bought Realm Rush or the 3D Unity course that contains Realm Rush, do we get the content, the remastered content free or do we have to buy it again? You get all our future remastered content. It always comes for free. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous value with us. So, yep, you get it. No problem. So, wasn't it supposed to be a drawing AMA? Uh, yes, Philippe, let's keep us on track. So, drawing questions in voice or text, please. I did say I would answer other questions as well. but So here's one, um, Grant, we got, uh, what is your, pro oh, we've answered that. Oh no, did you answer, what is your preferred pipeline when creating clothes for Blender when it comes to texturing and rigging outside of using Blender? It's not really drawing, but do you want to briefly answer that? Is it? Yeah, the, um, it it's, depends on the job <laughs> and uh, where it's going to go. So if it's clothing and you're going to go into something like Unity, uh, then Unity, I think, has its own clothing system. So I uh, would uh, recommend that rather than... Am I right in saying that, Ben? I think uh, yeah, it's I think... fairly new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if it's, say, just a character and it's going to be converted to a low poly um, eventually after the sculpt, that's my usual workflow, sculpting and then uh, retopologizing to low poly, uh, then I would actually sculpt the clothes on the object. And I'd do that in the same way if you... If you've looked at the character course, the way I do um, the retopology is I shrink wrap a shape to the object uh, and then I draw the clothes onto it and then make them thick with a solidify modifier and then I start sculpting them as if they're clothes, yeah, clothing. <laughs> okay, awesome. Thank you, Grant, for that. So a couple of more questions. We've got one here which says, uh, will the drawing course, this is from Daniel, thanks Daniel, will the drawing course be good for someone who's never tried serious drawing before? Like me, Daniel, I've never done it before. I've never practiced any proper techniques or anything, and I'm afraid at age 27, I might ha not have started soon enough. Oh, no way, Grant, what do you say to that? <laughs> it's, it's never too late to start, <laughs> definitely not. Uh, you've just, uh, I suppose you've lost a bit of time, you could argue, and uh, if you're wanting to do a career in it, it will take you a little while to pick these things up. But uh, it, I never think it's too late. Uh, and I know lots of people who are sort of just getting into the art scene and they're quite, quite old, you could argue, uh, but they're trying to make a career of it and they're doing really well and they're being really successful. So it is possible. And in terms of the course and where we're starting off, it's from a complete beginner standpoint. Obviously, we're not gonna uh, teach you what a pencil is, but it's uh, um, assuming that you've picked up a pencil and had a go and it's gone wrong for you in some way. Uh, we're trying to make it as simple as possible and as easy as possible with as much fun as possible um, with, and sort of very slow, methodical steps. Um, some some people may find the beginning steps are easy for them, but uh, at least we're trying to make it fun so that they'll still enjoy it and sort of pass through those easy steps quickly. Hopefully that answers your question. 
Awesome. And Muppet said, how, how could he contribute towards the remastering regardless of the fact that it normally comes for free? I really appreciate that, Muppet. That, the spirit of that really helps us because we do only charge one off for our courses. So we rely on new people coming in the whole time. So, yeah, anybody who wants to just support us, the best way is when you see something like a Kickstarter, just jump on it and support us there. Uh, remember, you can pledge off the reward tiers. You can pledge above a reward tier if you want to. And we'll just put the extra pennies towards course production. Um, you'll get the reward for the tier below whatever you pledge so if there's a tier at 29 pounds and you pledge you know 32 pounds you'll get the 29 pound benefits and yeah okay cool uh, another so way, uh, if i can come in there ben yeah uh, another way to support it is of course to uh retweet and uh, tell your friends those sort of things uh, join uh, maybe some facebook groups that you're involved with uh let them know um and so on and so forth and get the word out uh, so we can get more people involved Absolutely, um, Grant. Chief Marketeer there. Um, why are you wielding a pair of rather sharp-looking scissors as you speak? I've no idea why I'm doing this. I always have something that I'm fiddling with, and I thought it was off-screen, so that was all right. <laughs> I feel safe behind uh, behind Zoom. We're sufficiently socially distanced. Otherwise, I'd worry you'd be going to be some ninja stunt and fire those scissors right into one of my eyeballs was, uh, was what I was wondering. But it doesn't seem to be happening over Zoom, so we should be good so uh, grant i don't know i'm gonna have a quick look through the chat um if you could have a quick look at the pre-asked questions yep. and while we both do that i'm going to invite another voice question so any voice questions preferably about drawing uh, hi guys i've got one for actually drawing and a general question if that's okay awesome. yeah, yeah cool yeah. who are you where are you from okay. awesome uh, uh i'm sam i'm from the uk probably cool. Hello, sam um <laughs> i can tell you yeah. nice to meet you. Or, you or you're in a hotel which one did you <laughs> um, say uh, no, no, I definitely said. Um, okay, so drawing question was just, uh, is there going to be any content on painting things like skyboxes? It's a bit of a niche, I understand, but uh, there's not a lot out there. So it'd be really interesting to see something like that. We saw that comment on the Kickstarter when we were going through. You know, we set stretch goals. We'll on talk the about those a bit later. Don't think it happened. Yeah. Okay, we awesome. saw that, and and Grant said exactly that. It's a little niche. Um, so, Grant, do you want to further reply directly here and uh, and talk more about the possibility of skyboxes or whether he'll have the skills to do it at the end, regardless? Yeah, it's a tough one, really. Um, you'll certainly have the skills because we're focusing on uh, drawing ability. Um, I think that's the hardest thing about the skyboxes, actually being able to make it look like sky. And sky is quite a hard thing to draw. Um, assuming that's what you want in the background and not a, a stars at night or something. <laughs> um, but um, so we're going to give you the skills to uh, to be able to draw that. But in terms of the technical know-how, um, you'll have to get that um, because I think that's that's too far niche from the course. Um, so we won't go too much in that direction, but we will give you the um, ability to be able to draw things like um, clouds and sky and so forth. Uh, is that the answer you were hoping for? Maybe uh, yeah, that, that's fine. I, yeah. <laughs> Cool. So the foundational I, I knowledge, know. not this. Obviously, you could. This. Yeah, Sorry, you can absolutely do like a million and one platform integrations. Exactly. I guess it's not about you know, <laughs> how you set it up in X end program. Uh, exactly. yeah. So I, I mean, I did have a second, not drawing related question. If that's okay. Go on then. Um, Let's have it. <laughs> was <laughs> sorry. Uh, just regards. Uh, will there be any more UE four courses? I mean, particularly, I was interested in maybe a more advanced follow up. Obviously, I know there was the multiplayer course that was really interesting. But yep. I was curious if there would be any further ones. I know you do a lot of Unity RPG courses, so it'd be cool to see something, I guess, more advanced, yeah. even if it's not yeah. RPG, just similar in UE4. So my general, we've got a leadership issue that has been on the cards now for at least a couple of weeks where we've identified that you know, the Unreal folks are feeling a little bit like there hasn't been much content recently. It's because Unreal C++ instructors are incredibly hard to find. 
Um, and I'm far too lazy to actually make any content these days. Well, it's not really true. I'm kind of busy with other stuff. I'm the backup plan to come in and do more C++. But we really, I would really rather, from a business point of view, have somebody else do it. Because I honestly think somebody else could do it better than me. So um, we know that you're there. We hear you. We know that we want more Unreal content. We do have an Unreal C++ instructor we're working with. We're just trying to get them up to speed. Um, uh, just watch this space. We, it won't be forgotten about. We know that we, know that we need more of that shizzle. I mean, you're sort of the backup that makes you sound like a James Bond movie. Uh, the backup? What's that? Calling yourself the backup plan makes you sound like some sort of a, like a post-apocalyptic thing or like a James Bond movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, which, <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, so now I'm the backup plan for sure. Uh, I saw another question, which was about stretch goals. Now, I can't see the question, but I think I can remember the question, which was stretch goals look like they could be a different course. Um, so the stretch goals we've released, let's tell you that first. So we're talking about the drawing Kickstarter that's currently live on, well, Kickstarter. We've released two uh, stretch goals. One's at 35,000, 10,000 over the funding mark. We're going to uh, do content on digital differences. We're going to talk about what's different. Actually, Grant, you tell them. What's, the, what's digital differences all about? Yeah, so um, going from traditional media, if you're used to that, or sketching and how you can uh, put that into digital, and then sort of thinking about the actual differences uh, and why it's a good idea to go digital, in my opinion, uh, but what are some of the sort of um, shortfalls of it as well? Does that answer enough of that, do you think, Ben? Yeah, I think so. So it's also written on the Kickstarter description. And then the next stretch goal, and I will answer the actual question in a minute. Uh, the, the other stretch goal is color theory at 45,000, where we'll go into uh, all the, all, all, everything you need to know about color theory, basically. So uh, ask if you want to know more about that. But the basic point is of stretch goals is, yes, everyone, except for your name in credits, the most basic um, pledge level, everybody above that pledge level will get all of these benefits if and when the campaign gets to that level. That's the benefit of a stretch goal. Everybody gets it. In fact, at some point, Grant will update the matrix, no pressure, um, to put the stretch goals on the bottom of it, which should make that clear. But it's the same pattern as all of our previous Kickstarters. If we hit the stretch goal, everybody apart from the most basic tier, gets all of the benefits. Hopefully that answers that question. Maybe it doesn't. Very common questions from, from Eva, Eva Knight um, about pen and paper or, or digital or Photoshop. Do you want to just answer it yet again, Grant? It's our most frequently asked question. No, that, that, and that's fair enough. It's, it's not particularly clear, is it? Because we're trying as much as possible so that anybody can pick up a pen and paper and do the course. But there will be aspects of the course where we do... Uh, well, I'll talk about digital aspects within it um, and where it's advantageous. Um, and there'll be certain color sections, which will be harder with a uh, pen, well, whatever medium you're using, whether it be uh, paintbrushes or coloring pencils, you're going to probably be the most common. Um, so uh, I, I will be doing ev everything digitally, but I'm trying as much as possible to make it um, accessible to everyone who's got pen and paper. Awesome. Thank you, Grant. Any more voice questions before I swipe another one from the chat? Uh, yes, come on. I have one. Oh, let's do it. So go. let's go with the first. Oh, 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 go go let's go with the first deeper voice guy first. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, okay. So that's <laughs> me. Hello, guys. You've got to measure the pitch of your voices now. Where, where are you from, mate? Uh, hello, I am from Croatia. It is uh, nice speaking to you. Hello. How can we help? So I have one question and I have one offer. Okay. So as far as my question goes, is your, uh, I guess you could say your drawing um, course, is it more so about different 
uh, styles or I should say different uh, techniques of drawing and teaching people different tricks so to speak to draw or is it more about practicing skill so to speak yeah that's a good question uh it's a bit of both really um there'll be lots of challenges within it and there's an expectation that if you you know want to become an, an artist uh, then you will need to practice a bit between uh, the lectures as they are um so uh, it will build up slowly um no i'm just thinking uh remind me of the second part of that question Oh, Sorry, technical aspects, wasn't it? Yeah, technical yes, aspects so, or practice, both really. Yeah, uh, and uh, but the the thing that you'll get from me are those technical aspects. So um, what I can't give you is practice. <laughs> I can give you challenges to practice and um, and sort of uh, make them very sequential and build them up slowly. But um, what you'll mainly get from me are, in the lectures are things like um, what what is perspective and how can we do things like foreshortening, um, how can we do shading. Um, how uh, eventually with stretch goals and things, um, colors work together and so forth. Um, so those, uh, and even things like uh, form, stroke, um, pose, and uh, very basic anatomy, um, all from a very basic level. So I'm trying to give people the technical skills um, so they understand how to draw, but the practice will come in the challenges. Uh, I hope I'm making sense there. <laughs> yeah, I think the short answer was both. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And your, on your offer, we're keen to hear that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so uh, basically uh, I am only offering this not because it's condescending it's more like uh, I don't know what the content of it is specifically so uh, basically if you would like maybe later uh, I can like showcase uh, do you know what drawing from perspectives is drawing well, uh, so one point so, perspective yes, yeah, yeah. so perspective point will be covered <laughs> Yeah, all the points covered, perspective will be covered uh, okay. in the course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, never mind then. Sorry. <laughs> I just oh. thought if, in case you didn't know, maybe I could just showcase it to you guys and introduce it to you, you know? Oh, okay. No, that's cool. I think Grant's got that covered. Thank you very much. Yeah, we got one, two, and three point perspective, I think, in there, right, Grant? Uh, that's right. Well, we'll focus on uh, one and two, and I'll explain what three is, but uh, mainly the focus is on one and two point perspective to make it nice and simple. Um, for yeah. beginners awesome okay so i'm going to take a okay, question thank you for your time yeah no problem i know there was another voice question i'll come to that in just one second just hold hold your thought i'm going to just grab one question from the chat and then i'll come to the other voice question when you had two at a time so so by trade i'm an engineer this is from jf morrow and i'm interested in this course for drawing prototype and design ideas to communicate ideas to others I came late, so perhaps I missed it, etc. So basically, will it teach that stuff? Um, I'll give a very brief answer, and then I'll let Grant give a more thorough answer. For me, as somebody who's more like that, more like a, a wanting to communicate things like design ideas, uh, what learning to starting to learn to draw has done is just increase my confidence in in willingness to to put pen to paper and to try and communicate ideas. And flowing from that will come the ability to communicate ideas better. So for me, it's about confidence. So it, that very important element to address. Grant, I don't know if you've got anything to to, to add to that yeah no um it, it, i totally agree um that's one part of it and uh the sort of technical drawing side of it um is that i would say is the sort of beginning steps to uh becoming an artist which we look at in detail so uh the things like understanding uh perspective helps to um, put a nice sort of concept drawing together that's uh you know very technically based but also um, the simplicity of uh, 3D shapes and how you can break things down into 3D shapes. Um, that's going to be really important at the beginning of the course. So there should be a, um, 
you should be able to get from that um, some good um, fundamentals for technical drawing as well. There won't be so much of uh, using a ruler and measuring things out. Uh, I won't go into that depth, um, but it should give you, like Ben says, the confidence um, that when you pick up the ruler, you'll be very happy to put things in the right position, if that makes sense. Although I just love that stuff. I've been going mad with something called Shaper 3D on the uh, on the iPad. I've been designing everything from tiny little things to 3D print to, to big DIY projects. It's been, ah, oh, I love that program. Okay, so let's take the other voice question if we could. Or not. There were two of you at once a minute ago and then you clashed and one retreated. Would that who, person who retreated like to come back? <laughs> Or not, mm. they're scared. Yeah. Maybe we just need to stop talking. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm so hello, I'm Sandri from Finland. Hello, Apple. Uh, uh, how do you? My question is, how would you make a like a more simple, like a most mostly like simplistic face more expressive? Oh, yeah, good question. Oh, how would you make a simplistic <laughs> face more expressive? Take it away, Grant. Uh, yeah, so um, it, the first thing is uh, what sort of style are you going for? Because if it's a stylized character, uh, which I'm kind of assuming that's where you're, you're coming from. Um, well, yeah, sort of. But in general, what would be some techniques to allow a face with less detail to be more expressive? Uh, I would say it's all in the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the direction of the eyebrows and uh, just think like uh, in fact look that up expressions cartoons and then see the way they draw the eyebrow for different expressions uh, and that usually uh, is almost enough to go by the mouth of course I suppose if you're gritting your teeth or um, smiling but that's actually easier than it is to get the uh, it's it's easier sorry to get the eyebrows um, to give a face an expression uh, and then the mouth is sort of secondary to that um, so yeah, start with the eyebrows and practice just to um, just look up a few expressions with eyebrows and practice them and then start putting them into your characters and you'll find um, hopefully uh, that you'll get some good expressions out. That sounds like a top and hot tip, Grant. So thank you. Eyebrows for expressions. <laughs> I, I, I would have never guessed that was the answer you were going to come out with. Um, I was just going to say write the, uh, write the emotion above. <laughs> yeah. like angry <laughs> happy <laughs> that would be my unsophisticated way of communicating it okay so stroke of death i love your your name when will you launch hard surface blending course oh when that's presuming we will so actually um one of our further stretch goals includes something along those lines so if we can motor the campaign through the current two visible stretch goals then maybe maybe we'll get there with this kickstarter possibly is that hard is that what we think of as hard surface blending or not uh, no, not. I think, uh, I think that's I've got my a lines purely crossed. blender thing, isn't it? So hard surface blending, um, blendering. <laughs> uh, I, I'm assuming you're thinking um, like guns and tanks built in blender sort of thing. Uh, was that the hard surface? Yeah, do you mean stroke of death? Do you mean a hard surface yeah, blending course or a blender course or something? Do you want to answer in, uh, in voice? Oh, the, yes, that's what he meant, he said. Yeah, it was a uh, voice chat. With me, he was um, inquiring if he was going to be more along the lines of more advanced uh, like uh, a ball, a sports car model, um, going down into that depth level, the sports car, 
that. You're only just, sorry to interrupt, Mark, you're only just intelligible, almost not. I'm not sure what's going on. Your your volume's up and down every half a second or something. I'm not quite sure what's going on. Do you want to just try again? Or? Um, is that any better? Yeah, that is a yes. bit better, yeah. Sorry about that. The mic is a bit far away. I'm using the headset mic over the uh, uh, the snowball. Um, basically, the question was, were we going to make a more advanced course like uh, a full sports car, like the whole model of the vents and the the hard surface modeling to that level and that degree. Um, like some of the models are out there that we see uh, floating around on Facebook and things, but from a game dev TV point of view, uh, from our perspective, we wanted to see that. Yeah, that's an interesting one because uh, from a blender point of view, um, if you're going to do that, uh, usually uh, if you take someone like, uh, if you've heard of him, Gleb Alexandrov's, um, Creative Shrimp, he does a really good hard surface modeling course. But for that, you need um, hard ops, the, the add-on. And that's what most people are using. If they're really into hard surface modeling, they'll get something like hard ops. Um, and that's the, there's, there's sort of a jump there. And it's quite difficult because there's a more of an access issue. So uh, one, you have to buy the course, then you have to buy the, the add-on as well. Um, so it's, it's, it's a bit of a tricky one. Uh, to start doing courses on that because the take up is going to be much less. Um, so it, it maybe it's something that will happen in the future. Blender 2.91 is getting more hard surface modeling um, features. Um, so uh, maybe that's where we'll go uh, with the courses in Blender at some point. Uh, but it, we are, we, we've, we've talked about it and we're thinking about it. Awesome. Thank you. So my last ask whether we'll, they'll get early access as backers. Yes, backers, Kickstarter backers get some of the earliest access to the course. So absolutely. Um, another question from Wired Kamikaze. <laughs> awesome. Is will the digital content be program specific or can you get away with using GIMP? Um, I would say it's not specific, but Grant, do you want to just confirm or deny? Yep. Uh, good question again. Um, do you know, I haven't tried painting much in GIMP, but I'm assuming uh, it does uh, most things okay. But if you're going to use GIMP, then uh, you might as well download Crito, which is the one I'll be using, which is a free program, uh, very similar to GIMP, uh, but it's specific to drawing. GIMP is a uh, graphic image manipulation or program, isn't it? Uh, so it's more for like a Photoshop version, so image ma manipulation, whereas Crito is a drawing uh, tool, um, which is a bit better, I would say. Um, so like I say, that, that's the one I'll be using because it's free. And because um, then there's no sort of access issues, uh, but it isn't dependent on your um, medium. Uh, like I say, you should be able to pick up a pen and paper and follow along uh, just as well to a degree. Thank you, Grant. Chance asks whether there's going to be a musical sound design course. So the good thing is that we're building, uh, so, so as, as Mark says, not on the horizon just yet, but we're building it. I want to be able to do those types of courses, but we need to get to a critical mass of community size before we can accord, afford to. To make a good course costs tens and tens and tens of thousands of pounds to make, um, more like of the order of 100. So we, and a, a sound music design course isn't going to sell fast on places like Udemy. So I just don't think it will just because of marketplace research. So in order to make a course like that, we have to have a community size, a mailing list size that is sufficiently big uh, of the order of a million people that when we mail out a course like that to people who think we'd be interested, which would be a fraction of the mail list, right? We don't want to mail it to everybody, but we need a massive mail list so we can segment it down to people we think might be interested, mail that out and have enough people buy it uh, to A, pay for its production and B, um, 
bootstrap it and get it the, the, the excitement there and the social proof there and the, and the buzz there for it to, to stand on its own two feet. So we're not quite big enough yet um, to, to do niche courses like that in a profitable and sensible and sustainable way. But we are getting towards that. And that's quite exciting because then we can take on more instructors and do those sorts of things. So one day chance, one day, um, I'd love to. And I've just explained the general process, which hopefully is helpful for everybody else. So some more discussions about eyebrows, which is good. Always good to talk about eyebrows. Um, <laughs> any more voice questions? RPG part three is coming soon, by the way, Raizuki, or however you say your name. Um, do you need a drawing what tablet? Oh, so go on. You go, yes, let's go sorry. with the voice question. Oh, sorry, Ben. Yeah, one for you, Grant. The, um, the pressure sensitivity on the tablets, do you find that more of a help or a hindrance? Uh, well, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a help. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to do the art that I do or the sculpting that I do or texture painting without some sort of pressure, pressure sensitivity. So when you're buying a graphics tablet, really important that it has pressure sensitivity because you can get ones that are sort of like signature tablets that are really, really basic and really cheap. Um, but uh, yeah, it needs to have pressure sensitivity. Now there is a bit of a, you know how um, cameras uh, had that sort of um, megapixel battle uh, and really above 20 megapixels, unless you're gonna print it out absolutely massive, it's not gonna make much difference. Really it's the same for tablets in my opinion. Uh, maybe some amazing pro out there will tell me otherwise, but I, I can't really see much difference between the 2000 levels of pressure sensitivity and the 8000 levels of newer models. So I don't think you need to worry about pressure sensitivity levels. It's more things like the response rate. So just looking at reviews, I've got a guide that I've just posted the link to the YouTube video on there for a good quality graphics tab. But they don't, they're not too expensive these days. I think you can get them, especially at the moment, Black Friday coming along, XP Pen are doing um, some great reductions. So uh, worth checking out if you're um, if you're looking into getting into digital art. Uh, I think a graphics tablet is a must. It's really, really hard to do with a mouse. It's, it's possible, but it will take you about five times as long. Uh, yeah, kind of answers JF Morrow's question as well, is whether we should be getting a graphics tablet. I, I mean, I would say, I think, either stick with pen and paper, um, which has got lots of pressure sensitivity and super fast response rate and all the features that these tablets try and replicate. <laughs> uh, pencil has all of those. Um, and if you're going to go digital, jump the gap. Don't just try and use a trackpad or a mouse for this type of drawing. For pixel art, sure, you can use a mouse. For Blender, you can do a lot without a trackpad, uh, without a, uh, without a um, tablet. But for drawing, you need to skip the whole mouse trackpad malarkey and go straight to a, to a tablet. So either yeah. stay analog, um, and you'll probably have the best experience you'll ever have analog or go to a half decent tablet. And they're only in the tens of pounds or dollars, right? These things these days for a screenless, screenless Wacom or similar one of these other makes. Yeah, I think I would say about uh, 20 ish. Um, the on, the oh. cheapest sort of Huey on is about 20, but they're quite small, those ones, but they're, they're absolutely fine. But if you're uh, and maybe it's a good starter tablet is go for one of the small ones. I like the sort of medium sized ones, which are a bit more about 30 pounds. Uh, and I'm quite comfortable using those, and I'd use those uh, professionally as well. I've seen other people use them professionally as well. The yeah, apart from the big boys, I've got a Huey on, and it's an A4. Only cost me forty quid in the UK. Well, yeah, the advantage of one that if it's got a screen, you won't use it as a tea coaster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very true. You can draw circles around it. 
<laughs> yeah, you can tra- If I had one with the screen, I'd just be tra- I'd just be tracing my hand the whole time. If I had one with the screen, so um, ah, there was another good question here, which is kind of relevant, um, but I've completely forgotten what it is. So I always take Mupper's question. Then um, I'd love to learn how to create this for you, Grant. Cartoon-style specular outline shaders for 3D models. Ah, sorry, this is about shaders and to make them look basically like hand-drawn 3D characters. Could this kind of interest be something we can expect from Grant? Probably, I don't know. You, I don't think you're going to be writing shader code, Grant, if that's the question. So, uh, no, Grant... it's, no, it's not necessarily writing code, is it? Um, it's sort of um, complex node trees and things, but um, it's not. It's, it's quite niche uh, in a way, and you can kind of uh, buy those shaders as well. Uh, so, uh, possibly a course on understanding nodes and the details and complexity of nodes. Uh, maybe in the future. But we've but, slipped uh, into Blender uh, here, specific yeah. yeah. This is another one of these uh, questions like the question we had about music. Um, it's another one of these more niche things that when we get to a critical size um, of community, that's the sort of thing we can do more of. So, yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely cool. So, a- so Shaders has an interesting question there. Um, are you familiar with the draw a box teaching site method? Yes. Um, I've, I've seen that and uh, it's, it's worth going along to their site if you're interested in getting into drawing. Um, the, a draw a box it's called and they've got a site and they've got sort of tasks. Um, with, with our techniques will be similar to theirs but um, with a very much sort of game development style and um, I didn't find that I had a go actually. I thought oh well I'll, I'll see what all the fuss is about and went on it and I found it a bit, a bit dull. Not, I'm not taking anything away from their techniques because they were good. Um, but um, I just, if I'm doing it and teaching it, then I like to do something fun with it. Um, so rather than just drawing circles, let's draw a circle monster. Uh, and uh, so build things up with actual tasks um, where you have an outcome rather than just a page full of circles, for example. Um, I've so, noticed that Grant yes, I've, uh, I've looked at it. He's never impressed with anything he sees. And it's just because when you have a man of talent, somebody this entertaining and talented, he's never impressed with anything he sees of anybody else's, which is good because he's going to be having to now put his money where his mouth is and make something that's so much better than anybody's ever seen before anywhere on the internet. Uh, no pressure. No, I, I, I've got to come in there because <laughs> I, I don't want to take anything away from uh, Drawbox uh, teaching site. They've been very influential. I know that. Um, but we, we've, I've looked at a lot of those recently because of this course and thinking, well, how can we build on that? How can we take it to the next step? So I don't mean to put things down, but I'm always saying that. So what we're going to include is... <laughs> Yeah, now what so Grant's always saying is that typical entrepreneur style, he can, he can always see a way of doing things sli- even slightly better. Basically, standing on the shoulders of giants is easy to be a little bit taller than somebody when you stand on their shoulders. Um, <laughs> it's also easy to paint on their head if you want to do that, but that's silly. <laughs> so Danjo said, uh, stretch goals for skyboxes. I think we've answered that earlier. So no, not specifically skyboxes, but yes, you'll have the fundamental skills for things like skyboxes so let's do a time check it's 9 36 we're good we'll do about another 15 minutes we want to keep this well under an hour uh juan lasso valencia velasco velasco juan lasso velasco velasco i don't know something like that anyway does an ipad work absolutely if it works if it turns on (laughs) now an ipad with a with an ipad uh, with an apple pencil i i find personally brilliant but i'm no expert grant Uh, you've got one yeah Yep, I, I bought one for myself uh, because I was really impressed with them. So um, and w- what's really nice is the Procreate app is really good. Uh, the, the pencil itself is similar to a Wacom. So Wacom being the leading brand of graphics tablet. 
Um, so yeah, uh, if you can uh, get an, afford an iPad, uh, it's great for drawing. It's really, really um, quite something. Wicked. So uh, Daniel says, we'll actually tell you what, do we have a voice question? Because our voice is, well, my voice at least is very boring. So do we have a, like a community voice question? <laughs> Somehow Grant can agree in a laugh. Haha, <laughs> yes, Ben, it is. <laughs> By the way, any, any brief pauses of conversation, you guys can all go to the Kickstarter and absolutely slam it with pledges, if you like. Um, it's always fun <laughs> yeah. watching the counter go up as we, uh, as we talk. <laughs> so shameless plug. Okay, so I'm going to take another text question from Daniel for Grant. Will the drawing course go into different styles? Does that mean like is Grant going to wear a leprechaun suit in part of it? <laughs> Um, maybe he I'll, is. I'll do that as well, definitely. Okay, that's cool. So, like, sometimes you see kind of painted-looking digital art versus bold, thick outlines and flat colours you see in cartoons. So, Grant, over to you. Uh, yes, yep. I'll try and show uh, different styles, but they'll, it will still, again, be from a beginner's perspective. And uh, one thing that lots of um, professionals will say that you've got to learn the fundamentals. You mustn't go into stylized art before you. Uh, know and understand anatomy and it's possibly easy for them to say because they're already there um, but actually I, I don't mind doing a bit of stylized art and uh, certain styles anyway but it's tough to push uh, lots of styles where you do need that fundamental understanding so uh, there will be sort of simplistic styles and slightly more complicated styles but um, we can't push it too far without a really in-depth understanding like those professionals will argue to us so like anatomy understanding and so forth is a very important when you're doing uh, really good stylized characters uh, but we'll do our best to introduce uh, lots of different styles to um, and lots sort of game um, art styles as well to keep everybody interested awesome uh, somebody else about the maths course it's done awesome gary good job big high five um yes the game the maths course is done that was our last kickstarter finished so resonator says sorry it's been asked before don't worry you can ask as many times as you like we'll only answer once though is this course more geared towards final hand-drawn game art or more concept art and if final art will it be more character or environment so i'll let grant mainly answer i'm going to say though as a frame the frame is think indie don't think triple a so as long as you think indie and don't think triple a then i'm going to say all of the above but then grant can correct me no that's uh, that's a that's a great analogy really <laughs> Uh, because we, uh, obviously AAA concept art uh, is quite tough to achieve. We'll, we'll look into areas of it, um, but we won't be able to achieve uh, that sort of style because you, you will need years of practice and sort of advanced techniques as well. Um, but um, the indie styles we're going for, the sort of fun, uh, very creative styles, and, but it's more about the fundamentals so you can bring in your own um, style. So if you've got a, a really, um, I don't know whether you, I'm trying to think of retro games now or something, but you've got a game that you absolutely love and you want to bring that style in, then getting the fundamentals so you can feel confident about, uh, I don't know, drawing Mario or whatever it is, uh, you've got the fundamentals there to do it and then uh, you can extend on that and have your own uh, Mario characters uh, or whatever you choose to do. Hopefully that answers. So will we teach people how to practice? Of course, it's, it's, it's in the DNA the deoxyribose nucleic acid, if I remember right from my school days, of the way we create our courses. So I just said that to show off. There was absolutely no reason to expand that out. Uh, stroke of death, uh, do you want to ask a question? Grant and I are both pulling silly faces right now. I have my mouth almost entirely to one side <laughs> of my face, which will look great on the video replay. 
I think my face always looks silly. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree. Hey, it was fun <laughs> up that cherry picker, wasn't it? So in the in the Kickstarter video, guys, if you haven't watched the Kickstarter video, uh, go over there and watch the video and wait for the bit where we do our cheesy visual puns. Uh, we were six stories or 60 feet up in the air uh, in a cherry picker uh, in the garden. And uh, uh, and a couple of the outtakes are hilarious. Lucy's been sharing them around. A couple of gusts of wind blew. Firstly, I had to like hug Grant because otherwise we couldn't do a selfie where we were close enough. So I had to like hold on to him so that he didn't move away. And then this big gust of wind came and I think we both uh, expleted a little, didn't we? As we wondered whether the whole yeah. thing was going to tip over. Definitely. Yeah, good fun. <laughs> Go watch that video. And my legs start shaking every time I think about it. <laughs> yeah. Milos asked whether after completing the course, um, we would be able to sketch something simple that could be used as a reference for modeling, for example, low poly modeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good question because uh, we're thinking about that um, as well in terms of uh, moving from uh, your drawing programs into other programs. Um, so yes, we'd like it that um, you'd be able to do a, a sort of character turnaround so you can bring these uh, these um, as background images into something like Blender. Um, and there's possibilities as well of uh, into Unity, but uh, we're still uh, looking into that one at the moment. <laughs> Not giving too much away, am I, Ben? <laughs> No, would you give too much away? Okay, any more voice <laughs> questions? Raizuki's talking about some voxel-based smoke and fire simulation. I love that stuff. I love all these voxel-based simulations. It's got very little to do with drawing, of course. Um, <laughs> so it wouldn't be in this particular course. But um, yeah, I'm loving, I'm loving voxel-based stuff. It's, there's a really cool voxel-based physics engine somebody's made, and it's, it's nuts. I think is the technical term. But then Unreal are doing some amazing things now with their Chaos Physics engine and then their, their whole pipeline where you don't even need to bother exporting models. You just use the raw assets. It's all, it's all crazy as a box of frogs. <laughs> Anybody here actually seen a box of frogs? Grant and I on an on a AMA are a bit like a box of frogs. Two, two frogs in a box. Hey, stroke of death. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is that you? I don't want to know where I've seen a box of frogs. Mark. You don't want... No, I did. Well, I do now. The hands, <laughs> um, when I used to live in the town over, I used to live just on the corner where there was a milk farm. On the opposite, was an old arboretum. Is that the right word? Wow. For some strange reason, they had jars, of frogs in a box. <laughs> Morgan now wants us to draw a box of frogs. Um, Unreal version 5, are we going to remaster the course for it? We're going to have to, Carolyn, but I, I don't know when and how or uh, help. Um, but yes, we're bound to, bound to because we always keep our stuff up to date. We just have to make it happen one way or another. Um, not sure immediately that it comes out, but at some point before too long. So will this course, the drawing course, which I'm going to post a link in the chat because I am liking spamming that, um, is that going to cover um, what visual effects? No, not really, but it's going to allow you to draw the concept art of the visual effects. So if you have an idea of a visual effect, the great thing about being able to do some basic drawing is you could sketch something on a bit of paper and then s s ask other people to help you achieve it. It's just really, for me, this course is all about, yes, a little bit of final indie art so if you want indie level art it could be final art uh, more inspiring is that it is going to allow you for the first time if you've not already able to do it to communicate ideas that are in your imagination to another person in a visual way and that is absolutely huge so 
Yeah, so if you want to get funding for your game and all those sort of things, then having some concept uh, art or basic ideas drawn out is far, um, far more powerful um, often than words will be. The combination of your microphone not only making you sound far more uh, charismatic than you really are, uh, but also being black is making me really jealous. So I'm, I've been wanting a black microphone for a long time, so I think it's going to have to be time to change. You sound great <laughs> on that, mate. You sound really good. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's all right. It's a very good microphone. I'll have to be sure <laughs> to get one. Okay, so I think that we are no. going to... Hey, <laughs> it's a sure microphone. So... Um, I think we're going to start wrapping up. Let's see if there's one more voice question. And then Grant, can you see the list of pre-questions? If so, can we take one from that? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and then we'll try and take one more text question and then we'll leave it at that. So one of each type. Hmm. Stroke of death asking whether we're going to draw reference pictures for 3D modeling. I think we sort of answered that. The idea is, yes, you can go from a stepping stone from your imagination to a drawing to, to you or somebody else doing 3D modeling. So that's the text question. No more text questions tonight, guys, I'm afraid. Um, Grant, any pre-asked questions? Yes, I had one and I got distracted. What was it? Oh yeah, so where can I find free tutorials for complete beginners with drawing? Please send me a copy. <laughs> so um, I've just started doing a few uh, drawing tutorials on my YouTube channel and they are very much based on uh, if you're scared to draw, have a go. Uh, and it will give you a bit of a taster, a little bit of a taster for what we're doing uh, with the course. So do check that out. If you're interested, the biggest channel, I think, is Proco, but it's a bit more advanced. There's sort of anatomy type things in there, or Proco, so Proco, I think. It, I'm always read it Proco, but Proco. Um, so uh, check that out, P-R-O-K-O. -O. Have a look at their work. Uh, and uh, yeah, some really good free content on there. I love Darren's box of frogs. Um, that's awesome. Somebody <laughs> asked how the pandemic's affected our business. It has slightly improved things, which we're very, very grateful for because it's been such a more than a pain in the ass it's been a disaster for so many people so we are really grateful for that thank you um and if is there a final voice question oh, sounds like there's not okay so we'll wrap it up to keep this fairly short thank you very much everybody for being here great to do a live event with you the final one towards the end of the kickstarter may may be done on a different platform probably probably won't um, but it may include uh, something like a Facebook Live or a YouTube Live. We'll see, um, depending on tech testing. But otherwise, we'll certainly be here as we are, uh, live and direct. And uh, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously hasn't seen the two Ronnies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Lovely to be here. See you all when you're wiser. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find our courses at gamedev.tv or in the show notes for this kind of price. Get started with your game journey today.